Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Football, energy drinks, beer, more football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Hey, welcome back to Bink at Night. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Hey, Grant, remember our uh, one of our favorite callers, uh, Stephen Lenexa, right? Always negative, right? Never makes it through a call. That guy, remember? Sure, yeah. Called in every week, said Team USA sucked, and they won a they won the gold, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, I remember. He called in and won to Patrick Mahomes bench for Henny. On the post-game show once, and I cut it, right? But he never makes it through the call. Who always takes calls? And always, well, he called Dusty the other night because I was driving home on the Red Reaction show. And he was talking about that running back in Indy. Didn't know his name. It's Jonathan Taylor. He called him a Heisman Trophy winner, and he never won a Heisman Trophy. I mean, I was like punching my steering wheel. It's all that crap that he was saying, but of course, we haven't heard from him. I know he's listening. We haven't heard from him because he hates when he's wrong, and he's 100% wrong in this situation. Are you trying to bait him into calling in? A little bit. Yeah. A little okay. bit. I'll, I'll spar with anybody. Let's go. I think, I think sometimes he does it just so he can get a reaction out of you, Jay. Oh, he gets one, but it's all in jest because I have yeah. fun with this stuff. Yeah. Like, I love confront uh, confrontational people. I like to be confrontational with you. You like to be confrontational with me. It's just how we roll. Well, just kidding. You don't really do it. I, I mean, do it. Sometimes it feels like bullying. Oh, you think I bully you? <laughs> do you think so? No. I, I bring you donuts. I bring you food. I'm a nice guy to you. You brought right? me donuts like one time. But I'm a nice guy You brought right? me donuts Am one time. Am I a nice time. guy or not? Just you abandoned me on Sundays. Because well, I, I don't. I'm here every Sunday and Jay's never here. What? Okay. No, you're, that's not true because I've been here a few Sundays and you're not here. And I'm only on Sundays when the Chiefs aren't playing on Sunday. If they're playing at night. I'm not here. If they're playing at noon, I'm not here. If they're playing at three, I'm not here. I'm not gonna. I'm not double dipping of doing big Sunday and then Chiefs because that's my response. You don't want to pull 18 hour days. Well, I don't mind doing it. It's what they say. <laughs> I mean, I'll do whatever, man. I've done morning and nights at this station. Even the last couple of weeks, I'll do morning and nights. I don't mind it at all. Get the Cal Branton here in just a second. But uh, some of you guys have been kind enough to call in tonight, despite the storms and what one guy was out without power, but he had a case of beer. So. Uh, Loved hearing from that guy on our text line. But I don't know if I'd be using my battery on the text line. But regardless, do whatever you want to do. Neil and Lone Jack. What's up, Neil? Hey, brother. Um, first and foremost, Stephen Lenexa, he's such a putz and such a troll. I usually don't give him the time of day. But the Oh, other he day, is. I love it, though. You know, he got so wrecked on the on the uh, Red Reaction show the other night. It was a lot of fun. We it was all just false information. Him. After false information, again, he's the one that wanted Henny <laughs> to play, to send Mahomes <laughs> a message. He's such a putz. I don't want to give him any more time no, than he deserves. Fine. I don't worry about it. Um, first, another thing, um, God bless everybody out there. Hope everybody's safe. 
Um, so far, I know my Christmas tree, Christmas lights are trashed, but otherwise, I, I hope my house See, I was wondering trash. about that, Neil. I was wondering about people with the outdoor lights. I tell you, mine are in trouble right now, and I got some pretty tall gables on my house, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to fix them, but I just pray that everything else in my house is okay, and I pray for everybody else out there and these fires and everything. Just pray that everybody has a good, safe night. Pray for everybody in Kentucky and everybody else that's been affected by these horrible storms lately. Um, um, 2021 yeah. is rolling right like 2020 did there for a while. Moving on from that, um, pray for uh, Legarius and his family. I hope everything goes smoothly and and we get him back sooner than later. Now, let me get to my last point here, and I just want to get your opinion on this, Jay. I mean, I was supremely confident two days ago about this game, and I still feel like we're going to pull this out. But I'm a lot less confident tonight than I was earlier today. Uh, yeah, I, I am, too. I'm less confident in it. I mean, I'll be honest I with you. I was real I confident I, in it. but you know, it's... I wish I still had the same enthusiasm as, as Big T and, and some of these other guys. I still think we're going to pull it off. Well, you got to step up and play. I mean, they didn't have Snead last week. The secondary looked good last week. Again, it's next man. it truly is next man up with uh, protocols and everything else. They always say that, but it truly is next man up. But... Yeah, I mean they were missing guys that first Chargers game, and want- you know they found a way. They found a way to come back and you know respond. And the way they look lately has got everybody excited about the Chiefs. But again, you know we felt really good about the Chiefs. But guess what happens? Tomorrow night happens, and we'll have a lot of narratives either the Chiefs or the Chargers, depending on what happens tomorrow night. That's what makes it so interesting. I tell you, I pray nobody else shows up on that list tomorrow. But I want to get your opinion. Between our three, you know, it does make me a little bit seriously concerned that we have one major player on every level of our defense. As good as they've been playing, I still think we're going to sneak it out here. But with Jarius, I don't think we're going to miss him too much because I think at this point it's probably the deepest position in our defense is our secondary. I'm curious about However, however, Neil, let me stop you there. However, you get to get to the quarterback and not having Jones out there and – and you're missing a great linebacker in Willie Gay. I mean, these guys make the secondary better. All right. Now, the first time they met, Charvarius Ward didn't play in that game. Frank Clark didn't play in that game. Chris Jones was still dealing with the rest early on. I think he still is, uh, to be honest with you. But they had some issues going on. Well, that's my question, Jay. Between if, if Jones doesn't play, I'm curious, and I'll tell you what my opinion is, and I want to hear yours. I'll, I'll hang up and I'll hear yours. But. I think, obviously, Chris is the better player of the two between Chris and Willie Gay, but I'm concerned about Willie Gay's absence a little more than Chris's, I think, because as good as Ben and, uh, and Dirty Dan have been in the last few weeks with everybody else playing so well around them and them not having to step up into such a big role, they'll probably have to play a bigger role tomorrow, and then I'm really concerned about Auckland Eckler out of the, out of the backfield. Who, by the way, he is questionable. He is questionable. Who do you think we miss more tomorrow night, Chris Jones? Right. I'll answer your question. Players? Who we miss more is Chris Jones. In my opinion, Chris Jones is the MVP of this team. From what he does, how he can wreck a game, turn a game on a dime, and he, you know, clearly it's been Mahomes the last couple of years, but you know things. this defense has been winning games lately. And I know Mahomes looked good last week and has the offense has definitely stalled at different times this year. But let's be honest, this defensive turnaround is the best hurt offense, defense, or special teams in the NFL. It's Chris Jones. Just the way he takes over a game. Yeah, I like Willie Gay out there, but it's not Chris Jones. Again, if you could take anybody away on this defense, the last person I'd mention is Chris Jones. And unfortunately, he's out for tomorrow night. So, yeah, my confidence meter's gone down a little bit. 
But again, Chiefs have won this AFC West five straight times. That could all get bottled up tomorrow if they don't win. I mean, it's that way with the Chargers. And you know what? The Chargers' schedule going forward from the Kansas City Chiefs is really interesting because I know that they have the Denver Broncos again that they got beat with a couple weeks ago because Vic Fangio found a way to slow down Justin Herbert. But they get them in L.A. Here's who they have. They have at the Texans. It's a win for the Chargers. Broncos at home. Who knows? You want the Broncos? They, they can't step up and beat anybody. We know that. They can look good or they can look like crap. We've seen both in the Broncos this year. And then at the Raiders. Do you have any faith in the Raiders beating the Chargers? Is there any faith at all? None. None. Of course not. So, yeah, you look at this game, and all of a sudden you're rooting against – I was rooting for the Chargers to lose some of these close games early on. I really wanted to see the Bengals come on back and beat them last week when it was 24 to nothing. Then the Bengals came back and made it 24 to 22. Then all of a sudden the Bengals started turning the ball over every time and giving it back to Chargers. But I love that comeback, but the Chargers ended up smoking them 41 to 22. The Giants played them, you know, without Daniel Jones. I mean, they're a terrible team anyway. And then Glennon. Like, I'm rooting for, I was rooting for the Browns early this season. Pounding the table. 47 to 42. That's when they, the, the Browns ran for well over 200 yards on them. Could have won that game. Again, I wanted to see those type of wins. Washington football team just lost 20 to 16 to the Chargers. All those are starting to come back right now because it all hinges on tomorrow night. Josh in Overland Park, how are you tonight? Hey, what's going on, Bink, man? I'm doing well. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm, I'm going to come see you uh, at, at the Center Block Brewery once you, once they release that that playoff pills. Oh like yeah, January 14th, man! It's going to be fun. Il yes, Padrone. Sir. Yes, sir. Can't go wrong. Um, I just wanted to touch base on uh, what I feel about this game. Uh, to be quite honest, um, I don't think the Chargers are really effective at starting uh, stopping the run. No, so they suck. If if we run the football as we can, especially now that our offensive line has gelled. To the point where, um, in the, in that first game, like nobody is really together right now. Like if you look at uh, Trey Smith, he's blowing like backs out of people on, on these blocks. It's amazing, and, and how Creed holds up. I mean, like the amount of of pressures that he has not let off, and the amount of snaps. No, like I think he's got one sack that he's given up his entire season, which is pretty amazing for a rookie. Um, Creed Humphrey I, leads. I mean, in in. Uh, in PFF rating, you know, as Cody and Gold say, Creed is good. And when I, yeah, absolutely. Um, when I when I think about them not having uh, their their left tackle and how Rashawn Slater's been this season, and you put in somebody like a Trey Pipkin, and we didn't have Frank Clark last time. You can say what you want about Frank Clark, but he gets pressure. And Melvin's going to come back against his old team. You know how people fire up against their old team. Ingram's going to do what he does, and that's play violent. The thing that I worry about is the linebacking core, and if we can cover people out of the backfield and handle tight ends over the middle. And Willie Gay is really good at that. That's one thing. Willie Gay, when he was out in the draft, uh, when he when he was drafted, and if all and I was I know he wasn't a first rounder, but of all the linebackers, he had the highest grade for covering receivers out of the backfield. Absolutely. And when he I, came I, out, I, I mean, Pro Football Focus does college players as well. He had the highest rating. It's one of those things. And he's so athletic and makes so many plays. I like yeah, Willie Gay. A, I think the guy makes a big difference. He's an absolute athletic freak. And we saw what happened when we didn't have him earlier in the season when he was hurt. So with him being out this this time, it's really because, I mean, you have linebackers like Bolton's great at like what he does when, I mean, he understands the passing game. 
but he's a run-stopping linebacker. And the same thing can be said for Hitchens. So, I mean, and whenever you put Neiman in the game, you kind of have that asterisk over him. Um, but I think that even though we, if, if we don't have Chris Jones, like Reed, when he's played with a healthy Frank Clark and with the addition of Melvin Ingram, like he gets off a of blocks and he plays silent as well. Like you said, he's making plays. And if you look at the first like five games of the season, we didn't even know who he was. So right now we're back to him being who he is. So I, I think we're going to go in there and I think we're going to do what we're going to do. As long as we don't turn over the ball, that's a victory. Put it put it on the board. Well, right? look at this. They lost 30-24 to 24 to the Chargers the first time around. You mentioned all those players not playing. Shavarius Ward didn't play. Frank Clark didn't play. Chiefs had four turnovers. They had none. It's bottom line. It's that simple. It comes down to not turning the ball over. I mean, it's drive stoppers. That's what the AD Reid called. It's drive killers. Come whatever you want. It's the worst thing in the world to happen. And you look at the Chiefs last two weeks, you know, not in the last two weeks because I'm take the Raiders game out of it, but Dallas and Denver. Second half, first possession, they get down the 37-yard line. Bounces off Travis Kelsey interception. First possession, second half against the Broncos. What happens? Trav- Tyree Kill, 32-yard line, the Broncos. Interception, bounces off his hands, interception. But those are drive killers. You know, I think the, Chief- the Chiefs would have scored well over 30 points in that Chargers game if it wasn't for the turnovers. They were moving the ball at will. Big Al in North Kansas City. What's up, Big Al? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, thanks for telling us about the uh, me about the uh, the smoke. Because I was I was looking all around. I'm up north by the airport, and I'm like, where the hell's the smoke coming it's from? It's up anyway. there now, too? I mean, it's everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's everywhere. Out here, especially. Yeah. So, thanks for uh, no, you're welcome. the, the uh, update on that. But, no, on the, on the Chiefs, uh, you know, I've been listening in here to you guys, and I think, you know, our defense is taking some hits, like Chris Jones, and obviously that's a big deal. I but we still don't know 100% on him, so just cross your fingers. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. No, we don't know. He's on the protocol. Still, he's on the website as a list, but he wasn't officially ruled out. of the. Again, it doesn't look like he's going to play. I'll put it this way. It doesn't look like oh, he's going to okay. play. Gotcha. We still have enough time. Out. If it was a weekend game, yeah. There's a lot of players out with COVID, though, aren't they, across the NFL? 96. Wow, I didn't know it was up in the last three days. Anyway, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys. I mean, I, I know you. I just, I think you just mentioned it. The four turnovers last time we played the Chargers. I think it's time for the all. I mean, the defense has really, really stepped up, which I didn't think they would. Everybody knows it now. They've seen it last. Obviously, it's four or five weeks. Um, it's time for the offense to step it up, outscore the Chargers, right, and 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 have no turnovers and 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 no penalties, right. And I think we can win the game that way. I might well, win. you got to because the Chiefs did climb. They climbed up. They well, they climbed up to 14th in the NFL in penalties. Is usually, you know, they're up there as the most penalized team. They're still 14th in yardage, ninth in penalties on the season. It's something to monitor because they were at the very end one of the better teams against penalties, but usually one of the the most penalized teams. Well, they've slipped back. Chiefs and Chargers at Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs had 437 yards of offense. Again, they did whatever they wanted to this defense. And that's got to make Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Mike Kafka happy. Chiefs had 33 first downs in that game. 33. The Chargers had 21. Chiefs were 6 of 10 on third down. And, of course, they have the highest third down percentage in the NFL. The Chiefs ran 76 plays compared to the Chargers' 61. Chiefs threw the ball 251 yards. They outran the Chargers 186 yards rushing in that game the Chiefs had to only 77 of the Chargers. And again, the Chargers' run defense sucks. They're 31st in the NFL. But the Chiefs ran all over them. They passed all over them. They just turned the ball over four times, which absolutely killed this team. Mahomes, two interceptions in that game. 
By the way, Clyde had 100 yards rushing this game. Mahomes added 45. Darrell Williams, 28. Again, you're going to see this. Travis Kelsey even had success against them. Seven for 104. Tyreek Hill, five for 56. Again, they did whatever they wanted to the Chargers the first meeting. And this Chargers defense hadn't got any better. Chiefs defense had. Like, their defense hadn't got any better. Chiefs defense has. Chiefs off, or the Chiefs offense very similar to what the Chargers is. I, I want I want this game. I'm curious. I know there's <laughs> going to be guys not playing that we have to look over. Same way with them and Rashawn Slater because they think that's actually a big deal to them. But regardless, I'll get to kind of what Kyle Brandt said. Plus, I'll take your phone calls next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Companies. If you thought you missed your chance to refinance and save, think again. Mortgage rates have recently dropped below 3%, and Rocket Mortgage can help you save big. You could lower your monthly payment and prepare yourself for a better financial future. But you've got to act now. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Conditions apply. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Having unexpected car trouble or just in a car accident? You need Jay Southland Tow Service. They have 20 years of experience and service the KC metro area. They specialize in light, medium, and heavy duty, also in commercial transport and construction equipment. Keep this number handy. 816-779-4TOW or go to southlandtow.com. Use the tow service trusted by most local police departments. J Southland Tow. There's nothing they can't do. So be in the know and use J Southland Tow. This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. It's the most wonderful time of the year when the weather is cold and the holiday parties are coming soon. Turn your annual holiday party up a notch and host it at Twin Peaks. An unforgettable experience that might be tough to remember. Now through December 15th, join Planet Fitness for $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time, and leave home workouts at home. How is Planet Fitness different from home? Well, 
Our bikes aren't in your bedroom. Our treadmills aren't covered in laundry, and our weights aren't in your basements. Leave the gym to us and feel great with tons of equipment in our clean and spacious clubs. Join for $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends December 15th. Planet Fitness, leave the gym to us. Join now for just $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Participating locations only, see club for details. This week, raise a glass to your home team's Tully Touchdown with Tullamore Dew, the original triple blended, triple distilled, smooth sipping Irish whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume imported by William Grant and Sons Incorporated, New York, New York. Gates Barbecue's unforgettable flavor will make your holiday parties unforgettable. Spice up your holiday eating with Gates sauces and seasonings made with fresh, savory ingredients, and it's gluten-free. Prepare your meats, potatoes, and vegetables with Gates sauces and seasonings while watching a game or relaxing. Sprinkle Gates seasonings on your favorite snack like a bowl of popcorn. Your taste buds will thank you. Buy Gates, available at your local grocer or online at GatesBBQ.com. Gate, 75 years serving Kansas City. This month on the 11th, French writer George Perec once said that nothing is happening all the time. But what's happening when nothing is happening? This month, three people spend several days just sitting in one place, watching, listening. A cemetery in Virginia, a cafe in New York, a plaza in Mexico. It's an appreciation of stillness, wandering minds, and the power of observation. That's this month on the 11th. Find the 11th wherever you get your podcasts. Chiefs fans, this is Mitch Holtis, and you're listening to 610 Sports Radio, which means this is the only place in the Chiefs kingdom where you're going to hear exclusively from Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, weekly player interviews, the Chiefs kingdom show, and my calls from the game. Touchdown, Kansas City! Stay tuned all season long to your official broadcast partner of the two-time defending AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs. 610 Sports Radio. Let's go! 24 hours from now. Be an hour into the game. By the way, the text lines ask me what's the smoke bank. Um, I just read what National Weather Service said. Was it wildfires, right? But the wind, because it was so windy, it like carried that smoke in the Kansas City. Hopefully, the Chargers don't want that smoke. You know what I'm saying, Grant? You don't want that smoke. But anyway, <laughs> it, it, what was that? It's like if someone's smoking a cigarette or cigar in your house. You know, Who's smoking it, a cigar in your house? I used to. Okay. I like cigars. All right. I like cigars, too, but I'm not smoking them in my home. No, but I mean, the vents in the garage, you're out there in the garage and it's going through the vent. It can happen. I didn't know you like cigars. Yeah, I enjoy good cigars every once in a while. I used to smoke a lot more. My roommate used to, so we'd always have them out on the back deck. But Went down the Outlaw Cigar Store not too long ago. Yeah. They, they got this brewery now. The Outlaw's so Killer. Seriously? It's, bre- it's a brewery. They, they have those cigar stores. It's a brewery. North Kansas City in this cool little industrial area, but it's a brewery, leather chairs, TVs, cigar shop, and they'll pair your cigar with your beer. I had this dark beer, this ported, so I got a cigar to go, because I've never paired a beer with a cigar. Dude, it's like a totally dude place, man. You got a bar, you got stogies, you got leather chairs, you got TVs all over the place. They're not paying me anything to talk about this. I'm just saying for the dudes out there listening, I had a lot of fun there. The Outlaw's great. There's one in Overland Park, I think. Yeah, there is. There's that one out south, up north. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, think we'll get a good stogie. Let's go down there sometime, man. Hit me Let's up. Let's go with we'll Talk Chiefs. Yeah. We'll sit there at the bar. You let me know. A lot of them listen to 610. They mentioned that. The Brewer does and everything else. So uh, shout out to those guys. 
Let's go to Casey K and talk to Dan. What's up, Dan? Hey, Dean, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for the game tomorrow night. It'll be my early uh, uh, birthday present because my birthday Sunday. So Chief is that right, Dan? Well, happy night. birthday from Grant and I. Oh yeah, I'll be 54. You know, well, happy birthday, Dan. Oh, thank you. I'm catching Thanks you. I'll be looking for Christmas, too. Uh, it'll be 50-year anniversary of the Chiefs Dolphins. It totally like, still holds the record of uh, 155 what, on return. Those were the days, Dan. Those were the days. Yeah. 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 What's, what's on your mind, Dan? Oh, so, um, yeah, like I said, I'm ready for the game tomorrow night. I think the Chiefs should uh, pound the ball with uh, Clyde Edwards-Alert. Pound that rock! Are, are they all, what, 20-something rushing? 31st in rushing defense. They suck. Oh, they, oh I was close. You know? Yeah, the Chiefs yeah, ran for 186 last time they played. Even if Chris Jones don't play, Melvin Ingram, Frank Clark, that'd be enough uh, pass rush, do you think? Well, I mean, you hope. It's got to be. Turk Wharton stepping up. I don't know Taylor was on uh, with Cody Cole the other day. He talked about Turk Wharton. What could his influence be in this game? Mike Dana, you got to step up, man. I mean, these guys, oh, yeah, these guys are yeah. doing that for this team. They realize where they're at. They're playing on a team that's been the two straight Super Bowls. They drive to work every day and see a Super Bowl banner from two years ago. They have the the MVP in Patrick Mahomes, you know, their quarterback. I mean, there's certain expectations when you get here. You don't have trading wheels and you don't wear diapers. You go out and play. So they're going to be relying on these guys. Yeah, I understand that, too. Oh, yeah, I really do. So, oh, yeah, like I said, I got your uh, text last Friday. Yeah, it was crazy what happened. You know, the lady, uh, she had a seizure. She didn't mean for it to happen. And well, you talk about the bell the ringing to... incident, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, the man didn't see it coming. Uh, it was terrible. Know? Dan, you do great work out there with that, man. I appreciate uh, all the bell oh, ringers yeah, in the right. Well, I was off today. I worked at Hen House on Wednesday. Well, Come you don't have that freezing already. temperatures for the Salvation Army bell, do you? Look, usually you guys oh, are out there yeah. in the cold ringing that bell, but you don't have to worry about that now. Well, I guess oh, tonight yeah, you would have to deal with wind. Yeah, I've been doing it for 28 years. So oh, Dan, yeah. you're a good man. Okay, take care of yourself, Bink. Bye, Let's Dan. go Chase. Let's go Chase. Let's go with Chase. Take care of yourself. Happy birthday, Dan. Dan's always in a good mood. Happy I, birthday, Dan. Dan used to never let you ask a question because Dan would always call in and just go to his take. It's great stuff. But Dan was talking about the, the incident that happened, you know, with the legends, the, I can't remember what store it was, where the, the car accidentally went through there. I don't, I don't know what happened, but it wasn't good. It wasn't a good situation. But 28 years to go volunteer your time like that? <laughs> it's a good man right there, my man. That's a good man. Kyle Brandt joins uh, Cody and Gold each and every Monday at 1230. You hear him on Fesco in the morning at, uh, on Fridays at 820. But Kyle Brandt, of course, on Good Morning Football and NFL Network, said something really interesting with Cody and Gold the other day regarding the Chargers and not being ready. They're not ready. The, the Chargers aren't ready. There's, there's a couple of exciting teams right now, and I put the Chargers in them, and then I also put the Bengals. Like they're, they're, those two teams, just, they feel to me guys like adolescents. Like they're just not quite grown-ups yet. Man, they got all this potential, and it's kind of like that kid in the gym in basketball who he's got the big feet, and you know he's going to grow into them, but he's still kind of awkward, and he, he doesn't really have the coordination down yet. You can see that they're like a year or two away. This defense is not good. Like I think they're going to get bashed, and I don't see any reason why they wouldn't. And I hate to just call the thing four days ahead, say the Chiefs are going to roll, but it's kind of it's an awesome thing that happened with the Chiefs this weekend, and you saw it coming. Like you, you knew they were due for the big explosion. I don't care if it was the Raiders or anybody. They'd been winning nonstop without being hot, and then they finally got hot. It was like you finally blew on that Nintendo game enough times, and it worked, and it just looked the hell out. So respect to the Chargers' potential, 
But I feel like they're adolescents and the Chiefs are grownups. And this, of course, before all the COVID news that came out this week. But the bottom line is, I kind of would feel that way a little bit. The Chargers, are they ready for primetime yet? Are they ready to take that step? You have to question this defense is very bad. Like, is this defense? I mean, we've seen the Chiefs win with bad defense before. But I've, I've never thought of Justin Herbert like Mahomes. Uh, again, go back to some of the defenses he's played, some of the masterminds, and they shut him down. And like I said, the Chiefs did anything they wanted to against the Chargers. Last time, except they kept t- turning the ball over. But are the Chargers ready for prime time? Because I know there's a lot of love on the Chargers preseason, right? Like there always is. Like what's the sexiest team in the NFL, Grant? People go, look out for the Chargers. You've heard this nonsense, haven't you, the last couple of years? But the Chiefs kept winning the division. Matter of fact, they, you know, they're picked to win the division, but the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. But, it's been the Chargers like that way for like a decade. They're uh, always the they're always the sexy pick to to steal the division. And I, I'm it's probably going to come back to bite me. I said Cleveland Browns. I would take Cleveland Browns over the Chargers being that team this year. Obviously, Chargers have played better than Cleveland. Obviously, I still like the offensive line better with the Cleveland Browns. I like their additions on defense. Baker Mayfield's not playing so well right now. I'd take Justin Herbert over him any day of the week. That's the big difference there. But. Cleveland did go on the road to win a playoff game against a rival last year. Like the Chargers, they haven't done that yet. They can't get there. It's about getting to the postseason and doing some damage. But the bottom line is, is 24 hours away, they could win a division. Like, are they ready yet to do it? I'd say no. But they're building something. And that ought to be something to look at. Like what Brendan Staley's doing with the Chargers, they're building something. Like that's they've actually gotten this place now. You respect what they're doing. They're doing things the right way. And this defensive coordinator, one-year defensive coordinator from the Rams, that's their head coach, and Brendan Staley's doing a good job with that team, even though their defense sucks, which really surprises me since that's what he's supposed to be good at. But he's not. He's working well with Justin Herbert. I guess that's what matters because he used to be a quarterback before he flipped and started coaching defense. But the Raiders, like, what are they, what are they doing besides stomping on logos and getting their ass kicked? I mean, they're not doing anything. They're spinning around. Both their first-round picks from last year are not on the team. Damon Arnett just signed with the Dolphins today, and then we know Henry Ruggs was a different situation, a terrible situation, but that, but it, that's realistically what happened to him. And they lost their, their head coach in Gruden, spinning the wheels. The Broncos, I think, are a sleeping giant if they won't be cowards because I think that keeping Bridgewater, keeping Fangio is holding the team back. I think the Broncos are ready to bust out like uh, Ed Hockley's pipes in his tight shirt, you know, just ready to bust out. Look at that. Look at that offense, though. Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, and both Sutton and Patrick signed the contract extension a couple weeks ago. You got Javante Williams. I think he's going to be a great running back. You got Albert O. You got Noah Fan at tight end. Patrick Sertan on defense. I think the Broncos are really talented except for two positions, and they're very important ones. The coach and the quarterback, but are they gonna they gonna be brazen enough to get rid of that? They're gonna be bold enough, or do you, they just want to continue to finish second, third, wherever they're gonna be in the division? Because they're not gonna win it. Because who's gonna win this thing for the next five years? Going forward, it's gonna be the Chargers or the Chiefs. That's who's gonna win this division. And the Raiders or Broncos got to figure out what they're gonna do at quarterback. Because Derek Carr is not the answer. Is he better than what's in, in Denver? Yeah, well, Andrew, or uh, Drew Locke never fit in with Fangio. That's been a disaster since the beginning. And Bridgewater is Teddy Bridgewater. You get what you get. He's on a one-year contract there. And you know what? That quarterback doesn't exist in this year's draft. I mean, they're going to have to make a serious play on Aaron Rodgers again. Maybe Deshaun Watson's name starts coming back up for him. Russell Wilson. That's where Denver's going to have to go. They're going to have to re 
circulate that Peyton Man- Manning magic if they want to compete in this division. But the Chargers are going someplace. Kyle Brandt says they're not ready for KC. But they did beat the Chiefs earlier this season, despite being just outgained. Chiefs <laughs> dominated that game in every single way except for the turnovers. But, Grant, if you're playing on house money and you get the Chiefs coming to your crib on a Thursday night, but well, weird crap happens on Thursdays, man. It does. I don't care how good you are. Thursday nights can bring out the devil in a soul. Chiefs saw this in 2014, the one year Andy Reid didn't make the playoffs. What happened? They were 7-3. and three. Raiders were 0-10. What happened? Raiders won the game. Chiefs spiraled. Still finished with the winning record, but just finished 9-7. and seven. The one year Andy Reid didn't make the playoffs. That Thursday night in Oakland was a big difference maker. That's what concerns me. Because the team, the Chiefs are clearly better than the Chargers, but you know what? Chiefs gave them the first game. They put themselves in this situation. And then on Thursday night, they've got to go out and take care of business. And if they do... No more questions about this team. No more of that is Mahomes broken stuff that we're getting at nauseum about this team, even though I haven't heard it about any other quarterback. You know, I haven't heard it about anybody else but Patrick Mahomes because that's the guy everybody wants to talk about. Heck, Shannon Sharp was talking about being off the bandwagon for the Chiefs on Undisputed after the Chiefs had beaten the Broncos, and they've won since then. They keep winning. It's a six-game winning streak, but he was off the bandwagon. He's like, hey, don't get back on Just stay off it. But the Chargers, with Mike Williams and with Keenan Allen and Eckler, and especially with that Justin Herbert, who's not going anywhere, they're they're, they're going to be a viable team as long as Herbert is in L.A. I was curious. I'm from the Show Me State. Show me what you can do this year. He started hot, went through his little issues. Again, he's got to be good defensive coordinators to really turn that corner. Jury's still out on Justin Herbert. But this year I was curious how he'd play because he wasn't playing in front of full stadiums last year. He's playing in front of 20% capacity and no fans. That's what he saw last year. He was able to audible, do whatever he wanted to. Read a novel. Tell a story. Do whatever he wanted to and you'd hear it all throughout the stadium. But there's a part of that team, they'll figure it out. I think they made a mistake with Gus Bradley. They obviously went to the Raiders. He, he he did well against the Chiefs with the Chargers. Gus Bradley, their defensive coordinator. Melvin Ingram was certainly a big piece. He had more tackles for loss against the Chiefs than he has any other team, but the Chiefs have him now. So I don't know what happened to Bradley with the Raiders. <laughs> he, he did not bring any of that magic when he went over to the Raiders. But again, they'll figure it out. Brendan Staley's too much of a defensive guy. They'll figure that out. But that team, to me, is more of a threat. Denver can be. Don't, don't get me wrong. Denver can be a threat, and they can play with the big boys, and they can sit at the table if they change their quarterback and coach. Chargers already have the quarterback-coach combination, it appears, at this point. And they got one, they got one game. They got three hours. Three hours, and they could win this division. Take it from the Chiefs. They've dominated this division for five straight years. Gone to back-to-back Super Bowls. That's what they're on the cusp of. That's what I'd be preaching if I was them. No matter what happens, Chiefs are obviously wounded with all these uh, the COVID protocols and everything else. They're, they're, they're wounded. They've been playing great. They've been playing hot. But maybe you think you have them at this point. We'll see. That's why this game is <laughs> – you can't even put in the words how huge it is uh, tomorrow night. Here from Orlando Brown, who had some interesting things to say about this offensive line and 
finally starting to gel together. Again, I think there's real positives that Chiefs will have against the Chargers. They didn't have the first time around, even though they dominated the Chargers on the ground in that game. We discuss that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Today was the uh, first of the two national signing days in college football. I won't spend a lot of time on it, but I will let you know who did the best today per rankings on it. And college coaches, they're having a fit right now about the transfer portal. <laughs> the hypocrisy runs runs amok. We'll get to that in the last segment. But right now, it's about Orlando Brown, which is an interesting story on itself. The, did he play well when he first got to Kansas City? No, it took an adjustment time. He's playing a lot better since. I mean, a lot better. Because I remember, you know, saying, why did the Ravens trade him to Kansas City? Well, could pay him, and why would you trade him to a rival? But Orlando Brown, and coming from that offense, you know, in Baltimore, heavy run offense, it's what they do. They set the NFL record running as a team three years ago. Lamar Jackson's gone back-to-back years over 1,000 yards. It's what they do. It's a different offense here. It was going to take a while. But it only makes this better, and there's a big decision to be made with the Chiefs. Yes, the salaries cap's going to $208 million. What about Orlando Brown? Franchise tag, getting extending. Like, how happy are you at that at left tackle, or do you want to go to the draft again? Last year, the Chiefs didn't have an option. They tried for Trent Williams and free agency. didn't work out. Went till late in the night. They made a run on him, but San Francisco kept him. But they wanted Trent Williams. The draft didn't have it. You want a Sam Cosme or Alex Leatherwood, somebody like that, they'd be in right tackle. Right tackles or right guards. They weren't left tackles. It, it didn't exist in the draft. But here's Orlando Brown, 
about feeling more comfortable now with the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I feel a lot more comfortable, comfortable, uh, especially within the system, uh, especially with what Pat, what Pat's doing. And I feel like we're playing really well as a unit, man. Uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, I feel like we've been a little bit more productive, especially last week offensively. And um, I just feel like, man, that's a testament to the coaches uh, putting us in, in great position and us executing. Yeah, they were able to do whatever they wanted to. And, you know, part of the reason is you have a center in Creed Humphrey. You're the highest rated rookie right now. Highest rated offensive lineman right now. I mean, this is a rookie. You know, he comes in and it was an interesting story. He can stamp with both hands. We talked about that at the beginning of the year. Sam Adekshire is center. He played the good offense at Oklahoma. It's true. I mean, here's here's a guy being the center for Patrick Mahomes, and he's it's gone a lot better than expected. In, in the toughest year for the draft of the NFL. I mean, I think finally people are off Veach's case for the draft because the second round, you can't talk about Breland Speaks anymore. Because if you do, you have to bring up Creed Humphrey, second rounder. Nick Bolton leads the team in tackles, second rounder. I think second round is pretty good for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. When in a year they didn't have the combine. Tough, tough year to pick the guys. And then Trey Smith in the sixth round, you kidding me? But uh, here's Orlando Brown just on that, what we were just talking about, the offense of Kansas City being different than Baltimore. Uh, it's challenged me a lot, man. And, uh, you know, I absolutely love it. Uh, you know, as as someone that aspired to play in this league, these are the type of systems that, you know, you aspire to be in. Uh, you aspire to be in these one-on-one situations uh, as often as possible. And, um, you know, that was, you know, one of the, Main reasons for me, as far as you know, I'm a left tackle man. Is, is being in a system like this, having the opportunity to uh, prove myself, uh, showing showing what I'm capable of, man. And uh, it's very challenging, very different from what I experienced in Baltimore, uh, especially just the amount of uh, passing attempts that we have. But man, I absolutely love it. He got a chance to play left tackle last year. He's been a right tackle in the National Football League. His dad Zeus wanted him to play left tackle. That's what he basically said. I am a left tackle. This is where I want to play. It's where the Chiefs have played him. But again, if he does come back to the Chiefs, they've got this line together. Tell Mahomes in his 30s, man. Mahomes 26 right now. Tooney's on that the first year of his contract with the Chiefs. Creed Humphrey's on the rookie contract. Trey Smith's on the rookie contract. If they get Orlando Brown taken care of, and so you don't have questions about your line gelling, because that was a big story, you know, through the OTAs and training camp. Because I'll give the line credit. They all showed up to all that to gel together. Because there's a little communication that goes on with the offensive line, the offensive lineman communication. And it's about gelling together, knowing where each other's going to be. It, it helps when an offensive line is together because you don't have these questions anymore. And then the next year, these guys know each other. It'd be same offensive line, same thing with the next year, same guys out there. And I get right tackle's been a little bit of a rotation at this point because. You know, it was Niang, then it was Rimmers. Rimmers goes on IR. Then it's been Andrew Wiley lately. So that hasn't been as consistent because that's due to injuries at the right tackle situation. But I think they like um, who they have. But one thing is for certain is that this game tomorrow could be a game where you just pound and dominate them like they did the first time around. Again, 33 first downs for this team against the Chargers first time around. They ran for 186 yards. You know, Joey Bosa's on that other side. You know, this line's got to come together. They can get to the quarterback. They can do some damage. But I think Clyde and Daryl can be the stars of the show tomorrow night. Because clearly, they can dominate the Chargers on the ground if that's what they want to do. Can this line protect Mahomes enough to get guys open downfield or just take the, the shorter, easier passes to the running backs and Clyde and Daryl? But Clyde and Daryl just kind of fit into what this offensive line is. 
You know, it works hand in hand with that offensive line and the running backs game. Here's Orlando Brown on Clyde and Darrell. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Uh, obviously, with them being uh, teammates in college, running back, running back teammates in college, and then uh, their play styles too. You know what I mean? Like Darrell, man, was surprising in the pass game. You know, he's he's made some crazy catches and done some crazy stuff in the pass game, as well as in the run game too, with, with the power stuff. And then uh, Clyde is a, is a great back as well, man. Just how shifty he is, how you know, for a smaller back, how explosive he is. Uh, you know, it's pretty cool seeing how they work together. How did you guys feel with the Derek breaking off that big touchdown run? Oh, man, that's a great feeling. Uh, anytime you can have a big run like that, uh, especially that late in the game, man, up front, man, that's a great feeling. It's a lineman's best friend when running backs break away. It's why, it's why yeah, running backs like to treat their linemen to Rolexes and whatnot if they get 1,000 yards, Grant. They take care of them. They take care of their linemen. Andy Reid spoke this week as well about Orlando Brown. So um, he is playing. He's playing well. Uh, he, he's uh, more familiar with what we're doing, uh, more familiar with the fundamentals and techniques that Coach Heck is teaching, and um, and he's bought into all that. So um, he's got a great attitude. He's very, very smart and uh, loves to play the game. I mean, he loves to play the game. So it, all that it, it adds up uh, you know, to where he's at today. Both these teams played on the short week. Chargers, a little bit advantaged because they're staying at home, didn't have to get on an airplane and travel. They're there. Well, how do you prepare for short week? Eric Bieniemy answers that question. Steve Spagnola answers that question. Justin Herbert answers that question as well. That's next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. 
This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Big good night. Grant, uh, just judging by uh, our text line, my phone, Twitter, smell of smoke is captivating this town. Something's burning. Of course, I that's exactly what you think. I smelled it when I was coming here for the, for the show tonight. I kind of thought it smelled like barbecue. At least it's not like the smell of crap from like a... Oh, yeah. Smell of money, baby. That's the smell of money. <sighs> or like a skunk truck. You know, there's not a, such a thing, but there was. Eric Bietamy about playing the uh, the Chargers on a, such a short week. When do you start going to work on something like this? Well, here's what you do. First of all, you have some of your assistants start working ahead, okay? And they start putting together the base game plan and just getting ideas together. And so, you know... And that way, the bulk of the stuff is, is done. Uh, I know myself, uh, Coach Reed came in here last night, you know, watched a few things just to make sure we can get back and figure out who the charges are and erase what we just uh, did yesterday with the Raiders. But uh, so you have guys working ahead, and then we got a good jump on them last night. And then, and then you utilize all the things, the tools that you know from the previous time that we played them and understanding the type of system, the defensive scheme that the coach runs. And then you just utilize, you put the plays together, and then you go from there. But is it tough? Yeah, it's tough on everyone. But it makes it better when you're playing against <laughs> an AFC West opponent because you have some familiarity. And that's the funny thing about it is you didn't have to watch a Raiders game again. <laughs> it wasn't like you look back and thought of problems here and there. How do we fix them? You could basically just move on. Like, a lot of times, if you're in a close game or if you lost, you want to know what the problems were and going forward. There wasn't any problems in that game. It was like, forget about it. Forget about the Raiders. Let's let's go to the Chargers. But assistant coaches, they are working on it. They're working ahead. You got to work ahead. I remember when Chip Kelly was in Philly and A.D. Reid was going to play in Philly the first time and they ran a swinging gate for a two-point conversion. It's something the Chiefs took time in training camp to try to stop the swinging gate, just thinking, okay, Chip Kelly's going to try some wild crap. And they were ready for it. They're prepared for it. It's like that fake punt with Tommy Townsend. We do it in Vegas. Like they saw something on film because they were scouting the head. Look at what, again, this coaching staff, top notch. Steve Spagnola, how do you make it work on a short week? Yeah, well, to be honest with you, I don't venture down that road at all because from a play caller standpoint, I've tried it before. It gets confusing. I get jersey numbers mixed up. So I didn't do anything with it. But the rest of the staff, was well into it um, Saturday morning, um, maybe even some of the guys Friday afternoon, but they were just putting together things for me. And listen, you know, Dave, Brendan, Matt, all our assistants, they, they pretty much know what we're looking for and what I tend to lean towards. So they've kind of gotten me ahead. And I'm kind of with Spags on that, man. You know, eventually everything starts running together in, in jersey numbers, right? You got to kind of separate that a little bit. 
Let the assistant coaches do it. Then he, you know, come in here. All right, let's focus in on the Chargers. And they've seen them before. It's used to, you know, common opponents. You're used to seeing them play. So it's helped both these teams out. But it just goes to show you kind of how the Chiefs, you know, flipped that switch. You heard so much about Sunday night. You know, it's Chargers week now. Because it was. And that was the beautiful thing about the Raiders and the way they played against the Chiefs. The Chiefs didn't have to really make any corrections. I don't know if that's good or bad. Because everything went well. Everything went swimmingly to where you didn't sweat during this game. You watched it. You had fun watching it. It was easy for the Chiefs in that game to win. And obviously, it's not going to be that way. Chiefs are on this uh, incredible winning streak. Defense played incredibly well. But again, in 24 hours, it will dictate how we look at this team. One thing I did like is, because the Chiefs did dominate the Chargers. Let me go back. 33 first downs. I mean, 437 yards, 186 running yards. It's just the Chargers won the turnover battle, which is the most important thing that they didn't turn it over and the Chiefs did four times. But the enemy looked at that game as more of a learning experience for this team. You know what? Obviously, there's you always want to have an opportunity to take games back. But I will say this. That game was probably a valuable learning lesson for us. Because first of all, it just goes to show you when you take the little things for granted, how things can come back and bite you right in the tail. And so one thing that we focus on, I think we've done a great job of, and we have to continue this, is protecting the football. If we protect the football, we're giving ourselves a chance. On top of that, if we eliminate the penalties, we're giving ourselves a chance. So I told our guys throughout the course of this year, you know, although we've had these tough losses, if we handle it the right way by learning and focusing on the fundamentals, it could be beneficial for us later on. And it's starting to pay dividends. Um it's one way to look at it. What did the Chiefs not do last week? Didn't turn the ball over. It's a little simple thing. They did eight penalties in the game. So that wasn't exactly perfect. Final score prediction from you, Grant? Uh, Chiefs win. What's the score? 35-32. 35-32 Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. Yeah, why not? I'm going 30 30- 27. I didn't tell you which team, though. Okay. Well, we're waiting. You're just going to... Drum roll, please. I, all right. Can you even hear that? I like, yeah, I like it. Good. <laughs> Chiefs. Chiefs 30, Chargers 27. Okay. Now, if you predicted 48 to 9 with the Raiders last week, you were genius because no NFL game has ever ended with that score. 48 to 9 with Scorigami? Never happened. Huh. It would be impressive had someone said 48 to 9. <laughs> it just would have been totally impressive what they said because it's never happened uh, before. But I've had fun tonight. Grant, uh, you got experience with the Arrowhead Pride Radio. You haven't really done that with us before with the switchover, have you? Because I know Chris is here a lot on Wednesday nights. I've done it a few times, yeah. but not a ton. Oh, with Pete. When Pete's here. Yeah. We got the chance to talk it's to Pete. Good to see Ron, though. Well, it's good to see old Ron. I'm just glad he wasn't blown away before we got here. He timed it out perfectly to get here before the three minutes of, I mean, it was an intense three or four minutes. <laughs> These trees were everywhere, and those trees all down. There's smoke out there now smelling. Time to go get out in the real world, Grant. Time to experience what went on. Thanks to Colleen Wolf, NFL Network. You can see here tomorrow night, 5 o'clock, NFL Network preview in this game. I'll be back tomorrow night uh, for the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Looking forward to taking your calls and reactions. Till the wee hours in the morning. Grant, I hope you can find some fun tomorrow night. Because you know what? This weekend's all about watching these other teams. It's better to be sitting in the clubhouse with a win, isn't it? 
Much better. Season-defining game tomorrow for the Kansas City Chiefs. Keep your fingers crossed and knock on wood. Good night. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.